won the $8,000 hot tub from Goodfellas Stove and Chimneys. What do the robots do at the Canada Game Center? You know Lobster Dave and Lobster Dylan, but we're going to introduce you to Lobster Megan. We also introduce you to the fourth dimension. And what you do if a guy doesn't want to go to your things. And what it's like to be tackled behind the reception desk at a hotel. Thanks for listening. I just called you guys to say, like, I love you guys. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Like, you guys are very unfiltered, and I love it. And uh, honestly, I talked to you guys the other day with a coworker, and he was like, yeah, I listen to them too, and it's awesome. You've heard Jake, friend of the show, listener to the show. He has this 260-year-old farmhouse uh, that he's been renovating, and he has told some stories. The light went out. I had just shoved the crowbar like into one of the boards upstairs, and it went out. As soon as I took the crowbar out, the light turned back on. <sighs> There's a lot of these stories. My mom was up helping me do stuff, and I was at the opposite side of the house as her. And I walked to the other side to where mom is, and she's like, why did you tap me on the head twice? There are so many of these stories that we had to find out for ourselves. Yeah. There was newspapers on the wall from 1812, and I was reading them, and out of the corner of my eye, I seen a silhouette of a man standing (laughs) at the base of the stairs. Every time. (laughs) Not going to not play that part of it. But we had to find out for ourselves. And I mean, we know nothing about the spiritual world. So we had to bring some experts with us. Yeah. Paranormal experts. Yeah. Paranormal Investigations Nova Scotia, in fact, uh, accompanying us to Jake's old farmhouse. They run the Haunted Nova Scotia Facebook page and they are experts. They have all the tools that you would see on any of those ghost hunting shows. And they found some stuff. By using a little app on a phone that basically spits out a barrage of phonetical speech sort of sound, but no actual words. Yeah. And the idea behind that is for, say, something to be able to form those sounds and make words. But otherwise, if you just left this app going on its own, it would just be spitting out no actual words you would hear. Yep. But we heard some. There's a conversation between a male and a female. So that said, they're perhaps a group of some type of experts. There's a conversation between a male and a female. They're perhaps a group. Some type of experts. Yeah, and this is when we were all in Jake's room together with all our equipment and our video cameras and our EMF recorders and everything. On his bed! On his bed! <laughs> we weren't all on his bed, but we were all surrounding his bed. And that, and there were, we thought, two ghosts having a conversation with each other, and that's what they said to each other. See if you can hear it, figure out what this says. <laughs> so that was a woman first saying help. <laughs> And then a man's voice saying, help, he's dead. Help, he's dead. I mean, it was said. Yeah. The app's not going to say that. No. And there's more. That sounded like something, but I couldn't. Yeah. So Jake's saying, I thought I heard something. And underneath his voice, the app is saying, he's right here. And that sounded like something, but I couldn't. Yeah. Right here. 
And will never hurt you. And will never hurt you. That sounded like something, but I couldn't. Yeah. When we're in that downstairs room Jake built for his parents. Yes. And starting to turn off all their little pieces of equipment and leave. Oh, this is so scary. The electromagnetic field meter just out of nowhere, just went crazy. It's like a meter of like a green is low and yellow in the middle and red at the end. Yep. It went straight up to the red and stayed there. And this is on the bed. There's nothing around it to make this thing go off. This is just sitting on a bed. Mm-hmm. Everything else is off. That's full on. Yeah, the only way that would That's... and be able to be debunked if this was like a mechanical bed with a lift in it that had a power source going And was it. running. Yeah, don't cut that. <laughs> I just felt very sad. Yeah. Like, I, did you just feel that too? Very sad. Like, I want to cry. Yeah. You're sad that we're going? That makes no sense whatsoever. That's intense. That's This is constant. That's right in the red. Constant it is, in the red. That's... Now, if that was um, radio frequencies or a cell phone, it, it would be blipping a lot. If, it wouldn't stay solid. But for it to be solid, that's like a solid electromagnetical field that's around it for whatever reason. Hmm. That's that's that that's an awful lot of being on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so is that the first time you've had one do oh, that for that long? long. For yeah. that long. Yeah. yeah. For that long. Normally it's not We got good. a first. Wow. Not that long. It, and it kept going for minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the full visit, the full story and everything we've found and experienced is coming at you Monday morning just in time for Halloween. <laughs> You know what's happening tonight? What? First night of the House of Doom! <gasps> 153 Lindenwood Terrace. Cannon, who's 12, and Dylan, who's 10, run this haunted house and are here. Hey. The Cannon and Dylan of House of Doom on Lindenwood. Yep. We. This is still the exact same thing as last year. It's um free and all are welcome. It's at... Lindenwood 153. 153 Lindenwood Street, and that is in... Dartmouth? Yes. Okay. And so people can come. You have this... I mean, to say it's a haunted house or just a decorated house would be an understatement. You guys go all out every single year. We go all out, and we um, got a lot of new stuff from Spirit Halloween. Mm -hmm. And uh, They gave it to you? No. Oh. <laughs> Foreman. Uh, <laughs> they might know. <laughs> yeah, they're sponsoring us this year, though. Oh, good. Oh, that's huge. And uh, thanks to um, Home Depot as well. They gave us a Freddy Krueger oh, animatronic. Cool. And uh, Glow Halloween gave us $100 in products. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That goes pretty far. So I saw you guys had a fundraising goal of $5,000. You've already exceeded that, right? Yep. We've already... Um, uh, beat that with the help of uh, many people, Alicia, Natalie Price, and also the Halifax Halifax Noise also um, posted us, and we couldn't really do it without all of them helping. So. Of course, and it hasn't even, I mean, it's not even the weekend that you're doing the house and you've already exceeded your fundraising goal. And where, do the, where does the money go? The money all goes to the IWK because I spent a lot of time there and uh, last year I decided to give back and we made about over 15 grand. Wow. So I 
can't wait to try to do it all again this year as well. Do you remember anything from like past years on anyone who was particularly scared of you guys? It wasn't last year, but I think it was um, the year before last year that someone actually ran into the door. Because <laughs> they were so scared? Yeah. They, well, it, we have a glass door, so they just tried to step through our glass door. Oh. So this year, we're putting like black tape on the door, so yeah. that will not happen again. Yeah. And you guys you guys are in the house. You're part of it scaring people, right? Yes, but yeah. I I will be sort of floating around for um Friday night because um yeah, I'm kind of like a a mascot or sort of like that, mm-hmm. which is amazing. I mean, it's for such a great cause. The IWK is something that's so important to every single family in this province. Um, you know, myself included, I've been there many times. Dylan, what are you going to be uh, in the house this year? I am going to be a black figure in a corner scout. A black figure in the corner. So we won't be able to see you. Yeah. I'll, I'll be like a machine. Oh gosh. You're the Have stuff you... that my nightmares are made of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This year it's going to be um, quite a big event and uh, uh, expect there to be a lot of people there if you are planning on coming. Um, but this year, instead of a lineup, we are closing down the street and we're going to hand out tickets with numbers on them and we will call your number and you can come up. Oh, cool. And while you're waiting, you can just kind of float around the street. We'll have tons of stuff set up and we also have free hot chocolate and uh, some hamburgers and hot dogs. This oh. is such an elaborate setup this year. Like that, yeah. that's a, that means the whole street was in on this and participating. Where's What's your address again? It is 153 Linenwood Terrace in Dartmouth. And so it's free, but donations are greatly appreciated. Yes, um, you are encouraged to donate if you really liked it and who's not going to like it unless you're really, really scared. <laughs> but we still encourage donations um, because every donation counts, big or small. It all adds up in the end. Do you guys get particular satisfaction out of scaring adults? <laughs> it is one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think this is the fundraiser? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's great. I'm so excited, and I'm so excited to see how much money you guys raised this year. And I just, you're so impressive. You can check out um, our Instagram, House of, at House of Doom on Linderwood, um, or also check out my YouTube channel. Uh, and it's just called House of Doom. Yeah, 153 Lindenwood Terrace tonight, 7 till 9. And on Halloween night from 6 till 8. And if for whatever reason you can't make it but you still want to donate, houseofdoom.ca. We can't help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie and Foreman. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. What we do need is to question why Zach Brown Band wasn't allowed in Canada. Their show on Friday in Vancouver was canceled because some crew members were denied entry and Zach said that they wouldn't perform because family sticks together. They have performed in Canada twice this year, so it's not like they're just 
banned outright. Yeah. But the band released a statement saying that every time they come, they're at the mercy of a single border agent. And some of the crew have charges on their record from over a decade ago that have been expunged, but that's why the border agent wouldn't allow them in. Well, yeah, you are, though. You're always at the mercy of that guy or girl or whatever. If they feel like mm-hmm. taking it out on you that day, they could. Pretty much any border you ever go to. But I might yep. warn you, avoid looking at their Facebook comments because Canada is just getting crapped on. Uh-oh. Like this one that says, Canada has a massive inferiority complex. I mean, the only contribution that they've made to the earth is cutting a piece of ham and saying, look how great we are. <laughs> we created Canadian bacon. <laughs> really? Okay. The only contribution, David P. Goodman from Zach Brown Band's Facebook comments. <laughs> I mean, we put cheese curds on fries and then gravy on top of that. Yeah. We have milk in bags. We have exclusive access to Santa. We can write him and he'll actually write us back. H-O-H-O-H-O. Exactly. We mix clam juice with vodka. Yeah. We have towns called Dildo, Stoner, Climax, and Spread Eagle. (laughs) We gave you the Ryans, Ryan Gosling and Ryan Reynolds. I mean, we have contributed a lot. That is all I'm saying. But I am very sorry that Zach Brown didn't get to perform here. And the border agent is sorry, too. In fact, we're all sorry (laughs) because we are Canadian. can we please just talk this out over some maple syrup flavored indica and a 20 pack of Tim Beebs? <laughs> also, Canadian bacon is awesome. Yeah, the best kind! I was shocked to uh, be up early to do this show, go downstairs and hear footsteps, pitch black, lower level in my house, thinking, what is going on in here? But I was close to the uh, light switch, so I panicked and fumbled around, hit the light switch. Of course. Bam! There's my wife Ashley standing right in front of me. Oh my gosh! With that, like the the oh no, why did you turn the light on? Kind of oh, look in her eyes. eyes, squinty eyes. She's holding her phone in her water bottle, and I'm like pasted up against the wall, like, <laughs> what are you doing here? She didn't answer. She didn't answer at all. And I pestered her several times. What's going on? Why are you down here? Where are you going? She just went upstairs and went off to bed. Oh, sleepwalking. I thought so. Until I got home and went in the door and said, hey there, sleepwalker. And she immediately said, I wasn't sleepwalking. (gasps) She's been sick. And she wanted to spare me uh, from her coughing in bed next to me all night long. And she said, I I went downstairs to sleep in the spare room like 10 minutes after her and I both went to bed at the same time the night before. You didn't notice the whole night that your wife wasn't in bed with you? The whole night she was gone. Must be nice to be such a deep sleeper. <laughs> it must be nice. It must Can't be really. nice. <laughs> I wish I knew I would have taken up the whole bed if I. <laughs> but at least one of you is not a sleepwalker because that is. That is something else. It's terrifying, yes. and it's it's weird to encounter that. I know I don't think I've ever sleptwalked. You don't. Your fan. No one in your family does. No, but but Lily has waking nightmares, which is the closest thing I've ever experienced. Where like you go in and they're thrashing around, Ugh. screaming, but they're not. They're they seem to be awake, but they're not awake, and they have no idea that you are there. And when they finish it, they have no idea they've done it. Yeah, but Lisa, your your daughter. And husband 
both sleepwalk? Once it started, I was like, what genetics did I hook my car to? Because <laughs> 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 it's like... She'll wake up. She's 12 now. It started when she was around two, but it's like a horror movie kid, like talking in tongues and like with him. It's at the point I had to hang bells on their doors. So now I'm like Pavlov's dog. When a bell goes off, I just instantly react. Oh my gosh. But he trapped himself in the bedroom one night. I, I slept through it. That was in the early stages of us dating. I slept through it. He was moving furniture, and then I woke up to him yelling my name, saying, help me, and he had trapped himself behind the dresser. <laughs> you know, just your nightly rearranging of furniture in the middle it's of your cra- sleep. Yeah, yeah. now he fell once and broke his nose. Oh, um, my daughter tries to, like, just leave. <laughs> leave the house? I'm not sure where she's going, but... Just- oh, my gosh. What yeah, is you, have you ever woken, like, those are, seemed like some pretty extreme situations. Have you ever had to wake them up during that? I've had to wake him up because I don't have the patience to keep him asleep. But with my daughter, I just usher her back to bed and, yeah. and that's fine. But yeah, no, with him, I've had to wake him up a couple times and he just doesn't, like, when you wake him up, he doesn't realize anything. Like He doesn't, he doesn't burst out screaming like we've been led to believe? No. <laughs> What was the first time when you guys were dating that he did some sort of sleepwalking? It was your first, like, because you wouldn't, the first time it happened, be like, oh, he's sleepwalking. You'd be horrified. Well, the very first time we had been drinking that night, so I thought, okay, it's just, you know what I mean? He had too much to drink. Yeah. I just would, but then once it kept starting, I'm like, oh, this guy's whack. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> he's such a great guy, and it makes up for it. <laughs> 15 years in, I'm used to it now. But. Wow. He won't come to any of my events, and it's a problem. <laughs> We are Melody Informant of the Morning on Hot Country 103.5, and this is Dear Geneva. With our dating and relationship expert, Geneva Dickey from the Book of Love Canada. It's a quarter after eight. And Geneva is our date, and we need you now. We're knocking on your door. Let us sing, because it's time for Dear, Dear Geneva now. Dear Geneva. My boyfriend and I have been together for four years and are very much in love, but one thing I don't love is how he hardly ever goes to public events with me. We go out regularly, but whenever I have a social function to attend, he always has an excuse for why he can't go. My family and friends question why I'm always alone at get-togethers. If there was one reason why I wouldn't want to spend the rest of my life with him, this is it. When I try to talk to him about this, he points to the few times he's gone with me to events and downplays the problem. How do I get him to understand how this makes me feel? So you do go out together, and he does go out. He just doesn't go to your, like, things, your your additional things, work-related things, events that you're required to be at, mm-hmm. and so you would like a partner to, partner to come be supportive and be there with you. Why do you need to have someone there with you around all these people that they don't know and they don't have anything in common with or any connection with. Like, do you need to have just a little arm candy? Like, what? Yeah, I am married to this person, okay? My <laughs> husband does not 
like to go to my events. He does not, like, it's just not his thing. He does not want to just talk to, small talk with a bunch of people he doesn't know. He gets so uncomfortable. He's so awkward. I have to babysit him the whole time. It makes it really hard for me. I don't want to be at these events either, but at least I can talk <laughs> to the people that I know. Yeah. Right? And it makes it way worse being there with him because he's just so uncomfortable and so unhappy. Don't make them go. A lot of people seem to be like Tom and the person being written about in this uh, email. And, you know, 902-425-1035 to call or text with your situation, you know, if you're going through the same thing. We've heard from a lot of people. Aaron says, is it possible he's just not as social as you are? Yes. Kathleen says, some people are just antisocial or socially awkward. Yes. Elaine says, some people enjoy their quiet space and going out is unpleasant. Leanza sounds like he just doesn't like social events. Yes. And I say, is that true? Does he really have social anxiety or does he just not feel like it? He just doesn't want to. And I get that there is real problems with having social anxiety. But I also get a lot of people like to use that as an excuse. And I think if you have something important to go do that he should be there, then he should just be there and smile and be there for you. We do it all the time. What is she doing four years in and still deciding if a huge personality trait of him is a deal breaker or not? Justin, what what do you think about the uh, the guy who won't go to his girlfriend's stuff? So I understand both sides that you're talking about, but I honestly think that there's got to be a point in time where you do something because you love that person or you want to be with that person just to put up with it. The relationship's, what, four years old? Yeah. But I honestly think that does it really kill you to do something that your partner you know, would like you to do. Yeah. I mean, if, if that's the case, then, geez, you know, the relationship's done, right? Are you in a relationship right now? Well, I'm actually in an 11-year relationship with my wife, and we have four kids. Ah. Okay. And you go to things that she wants you to go to? Of course. Of course. I know. I, I'm right with you. I think it's just like, I don't want to go to this event. You don't want to go to this event. I'm not going to make you go. I'm going to make you go. It's not, I want to do this, and I'd like to have you there to do it with me. It's like, ugh, this thing. I don't even want to go. I'm not going to make you go. But life's full of those, right? Life's full of those, and then once you get there, who knows what's going to happen? You don't know until you're there. Sometimes the, the biggest hurdle is the very first one of deciding to go in the first place. That's right. And, you know, and that's the biggest thing with anything, right? Like I said, you can talk yourself out of anything. Did Foreman send you this script? (laughs) 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 We thank you very much for uh, for calling. For sure. Thank you very much. I listen to you guys all the time. Love you guys. I think that's the story, ladies. If your guy does not go to events with you, dump him and go find a Foreman or a Justin. (laughs) Like... Just that simple. I mean, not four years in, but yeah. (laughs) Sorry, ladies. They're taken. (laughs) 14-year-old Florida girl steals almost $14,000 from grandparents' safe and passes it out to kids at school. A young Robin Hood. (laughs) That's right. We're Melody and Foreman, and these are headlines in the news that we can't make up, but we can round up. Like Wisconsin man claimed neighbors didn't deserve cable, so we cut their line. (laughs) 
They probably didn't, those jerks. <laughs> New Jersey ATM robber mistakenly left behind jail inmate ID. Mm. Don't think we need the word mistakenly. <laughs> Michigan woman caught skipping items at the Walmart self-checkout. Self-checkout. Uh, Michigan woman caught skipping items at the Walmart self-checkout has stolen more than $1,000 worth of goods since April. She's a reason we can't have nice things. It's true. Montana man breaks into radio station, steals the vehicle with a massive Mix 97.1 logo <laughs> on the side. No one's going to notice this. What a surprise is caught shortly later. <laughs> Florida man tells police he's authorized to carry meth. Just oh. ask the FBI. Yeah, just call call that guy. <laughs> call Fred. Russian company offers the experience of being buried alive. Um. Which is what we all want for a mere $78,000. <laughs> Which they can charge because you're, you're never going to get it back because they're never going to unbury you. Right? Yeah. Well, I hope they do. Oh. Uh, in headlines in the news that we can't make up but we can round up, last week, you may remember we had this headline, Texas thief caught stealing 14-foot-tall skeleton decoration in broad daylight, leisurely dismembering it into the back of an SUV. How could I forget? This week, another Texas thief takes off with skeleton decoration, zip-tied to rocking chair. That's right, he stole the skeleton and the chair. Oh, it's a nice chair. What can I say? <laughs> Moving on, Darius Rucker says the house he's renovating is haunted. <gasps> we should put him in touch with Bridgewater Jake. I know. Nova Scotia Power warns copper wire thieves they could be in for a shock. Literally. Live wire can carry more than 25,000 volts of electricity. What? This is, is new information. I know. <laughs> a few more headlines of the week that we can't make up, but we are rounding up. New sneakers for horses cost $1,200 per hoof. <laughs> I, I need to. Are they colorful? Yes. Are they lifts? You like, should look that one up, yeah. <laughs> World's fastest shoe claims it'll make users walk 250% faster. How? Again, gonna have to look that one up. Yeah. Man pretends to be dead for 321 days on TikTok. Lands roll as dead body on CSI Las Vegas. Well done, sir. <laughs> and finally, in headlines we can't make up, but we can round up, Chicago man punches woman and kicks cop in the groin oh. six days after getting out of prison for, you guessed it, <laughs> punching a woman and kicking a cop in the groin. Oh, no. <laughs> Adidas has officially ended their billion dollar deal with Kanye and maybe that's exactly what Kanye wanted. <gasps> Oh, yeah. We can't help that this is what's in the headlines this week. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie and Foreman. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending, and you might have noticed that we had stopped sharing Kanye news because it became increasingly obvious that his mental health was spiraling. And oh, yeah. It just, it's not fun. Yeah. Uh, it was okay, though, to still let him shout random things 
out into the void. But unfortunately, that void has now become populated with a type of people who are just desperately waiting to be validated for their own hateful views, which kind of sounds like another person's fans base whose name rhymes with hump. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> Wrong. I'm not sure. <laughs> but among the many, many offensive things Kanye has said over the last few weeks, this one particularly struck people. The thing about it being Adidas is like, I could literally say anti-Semitic and they can't drop me. I could say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me. <sighs> now what? No oh boy. And that came on the heels of previous anti-Semitic comments, like saying that he was going to go, quote, death con three on Jewish people. <laughs> what? Death con, not death con. And not even like the top of the scale that goes <sighs> to five. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is nothing new. Kanye has said and done plenty of horrible things in the past. He said Bill Cosby was innocent. He aired out personal issues between he and Kim. Ugh. He threatened Pete Davidson's life. Ugh. He interrupted Taylor Swift on stage. Ugh. He said slavery was a choice. Ugh. But now people are over it. His talent agency dropped him. His lawyer dropped him. Balenciaga, Balenciaga Fashion House dropped him. Twitter and Instagram restricted him, although he plans to purchase the far-right friendly social media site Parlor <laughs> so he can speak freely. Again, sound familiar? Mm -hmm. But throughout the backlash, Adidas was remarkably silent for a company who has very clear, very Googleable ties to the Nazis during the Holocaust. And until this morning, that was the case. But this morning, Adidas officially ended their billion dollar deal with Kanye. And might I suggest that this all went exactly according to Kanye's plan. What? Let's put our tinfoil hat on for a second. Wow. If you were a man with nothing to lose who desperately wanted to get out of your contractual obligations without having to incur financial penalties, what would you do? Would you perhaps say this? I could say anti-Semitic things and Adidas can't drop me. Oh. Just now what? I see. one month ago, he said he wanted to exit his corporate partnerships with Adidas and Gap once they expired, accusing both companies of copying his designs, but Adidas didn't expire until 2026 and Gap didn't expire until 2030. Kanye did try at the time to, to accuse Adidas of breach of contract for allegedly stealing from him, but if you look at the patent filings for Yeezys, which he has with them, mm -hmm. it looks like Adidas has full ownership of the design. So Kanye's claims that they stole or copied his designs didn't hold a lot of weight. He's basically stuck, and if he can't sue his way out, how can he get out? How about saying this? <laughs> the thing about it being Adidas is like, <laughs> I could literally say anti-Semitic and they can't drop it. Yep. <laughs> what better company to say that about than one that has tried very hard to distance themselves from their Nazi roots? Oh, uh, what's that? What is that sound? It is the sound of a company being forced to lose billions in revenue, roughly 68% of their online sales, in fact, in an effort to prove that they do not tolerate anti-Semitism or any sort of hate speech. Adidas said in a statement, this decision results in a net income loss of 246 million just this year. So is Kanye a terrible person? Absolutely. Is he an idiot? Absolutely not. Right now, we were we're trying to explain 
the ghosts, quote unquote, you know, that we might have encountered. Wow, you are still an unbeliever, a non-believer, even though you were there. You know there were ghosts. Well, stories from uh, this 260-year-old potentially haunted farmhouse are coming up <gasps> Monday morning for Halloween. But Jake's been texting us about <laughs> Stephen Hawking and dimensions and all kinds of stuff. So, <sighs> can can you explain yourself? Oh, okay. So, <laughs> okay. so we exist in the third dimension. Right? We have length, we have width, we have depth. Okay. okay. So if you were to draw, say, a stick person on a piece of paper, yep. that stick person would have height and he would have length, yep. but he would have no depth. So if you were to see from that stick person's point of view and say you drew a tree, the only thing you would see on that tree is one line. And it wouldn't really matter if it was a tree, a house, a ball, whatever. You would only see one line because they don't have depth like we do. Yeah. So that third dimension, that third dimension is a dimension they cannot perceive. But us in the third dimension, we can perceive that. So who's to say there's not a fourth dimension in which we can't perceive? So maybe our spirits then go to that other dimension and they can affect things in the third dimension like we can affect things in the second dimension by, say, drawing that tree or drawing that house in this scenario then right because we would intentionally be drawing a tree on a piece of paper beside a stick person we would be god of paper yes yeah so that means the who the people in the fourth dimension can see everything that happens in the third and are intentionally meddling with the third they could absolutely be doing that What's also super trippy is when we look at that piece of paper, we can see the ground, we can see the person, and we can see the tree all at once, Mm -hmm. which means people in the fourth dimension say they looked at a cube, and at most on the cube, we can see three sides if it's on an angle. Mm -hmm. But if you're in the fourth dimension and you look at something three-dimensional, you can now see all six sides of that cube at once. And that is what it's like for us to try to perceive the fourth dimension. Well, can. what about, okay, now you said, <laughs> yeah. you said that Stephen Hawking's theorized that there were seven dimensions. So seven dimensions. What's the yeah. fifth and sixth and seventh? Just totally imperceivable. Fifth uh, can see the fourth and the sixth can see the fifth and the seventh can exactly. see everything. But us as three-dimensional beings, we can only really think about the fourth dimension. Oh, God. How do we find the fourth? How, there's got to be a way to, like, see whether it whether we can't literally see it, but figure out that it does or doesn't exist. Well, the only thing I know really about the fourth dimension is there's a fourth-dimensional shape, and it's called a tesseract. <laughs> so if you Google a picture of a tesseract, it looks like a cube inside of a cube being suspended by other lines. Mm-hmm. And it's... Yeah, it's really trippy. Tesseract <laughs> sounds like a monster from Dungeons and Dragons, but well, it's very heavily sought after by all superheroes. <laughs> yeah, but that is a totally different story. Don't let Thanos get a hold of that, or half of us will disappear. <laughs> but but yeah. Foreman, you asked how we can pick up on the fourth dimension, and we already know that EMF readers, like the ones that that Warren and Earl used when we went to the, that's how. Because is that proof? I mean, sure. If if my theory is correct and the spirits can somehow exist in the fourth dimension, and maybe that's like that's where our, our our spirit would go, and maybe we don't understand spirits because it's a fourth dimensional thing inside a three dimensional body, like a pencil laying on that piece of paper that the sick man is on. Yeah. Who knows? 
I don't know, because I'm not Stephen Hawking. I'm just Jake <laughs> Menfield. No, we're treating you <laughs> like you are. Oh. We're, now you're saying the spirit is a fourth-dimensional thing and a three-dimensional, but we're just like we're oh, all God. turduckins. <laughs> yes, of we're fourth, just a turduckin. Spirit world. Of fourth-dimensional things. <laughs> Out of curiosity, how often do you jam? Do I, do I jam? Yeah, like jamming. You know, you know, you know. You know. Oh, it. no, no. The best tie is hydration. <laughs> ah, we see. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I get my THC from Tim Horton's coffee. <laughs> don't say that to a cop. They don't like it. <laughs> that gets you additional questioning, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and then you walk a straight line... But how many dimensions does that line have? It's only straight on the two dimension, but we don't really know. <laughs> Look at all the lines, man. So many lines. I'm glad we clarified nothing. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about um, when I used to live in Toronto and I worked uh, in Yorkville. And anybody that's from Toronto knows that's like the fancy schmancy area. And I worked at a steakhouse as a hostess. Yep. And so I was the one that took people's coats when they came in. Yeah. But the people that came in were the people that were the wealthiest people I've ever seen in my life, like ah. generational wealth. Yeah. Um, and also pro basketball players, pro hockey players. Right. Yeah. Um, like Baseball guys. Yeah. And, yeah. But what's the one that's married to Alicia Cuthbert? Oh, Dion Phaneuf. Yeah, like they all came Phaneuf. in, including her one time. And anyway, <laughs> when you're a hostess at a place like that. You are invisible. Mm-hmm. People don't even look at you. You're not even human. You're literally not <laughs> even human. They, yeah. dr- they they don't even make eye contact. They drop their coats and they walk away. And when they come back, they don't, again, don't look at you. They drop their tag on. You put their coat and they grab it and go. And uh, you know what? The money was good and that's why I stayed. <laughs> I, I used to have the biggest crush on Alicia Cuthbert when she was on Popular Mechanics for Kids. Well, let me tell you, she also did not look at me. Hi. Don't so. tell me that. She did marry Dion Phaneuf, so. Uh. <laughs> Riley was just uh, on the phone with us, though, telling about his terrible customer service job. You know the people that would stop you at a construction site for what feels like hours on end on your Friday drive back home? I used to be one of those people. <laughs> oh, no. Like, you know, they don't, you obviously, they don't want to do it either. No. They know. But don't oh. be, don't yell at them. But, oh, I feel so bad for people that have to work in certain customer service jobs. Well, Melissa, you used to work in a hotel. <gasps> what happened there? I had a co-worker who was explaining to a gentleman that, uh, he didn't put a credit card down to hold his room, so unfortunately, because we are a very busy hotel, oh, no. we inform you when you make the reservation that you need to secure the room with a credit card or it will be released. Mm-hmm. He did not do such. Oh, no. He arrived later in the night, and you know we had sold his room, assuming that he was not showing, and uh, he was not happy. Mm-hmm. He started screaming and yelling at her. She, you know, kept her composure. So as he continued to get heated, he leaned across the front desk <gasps> and grabbed her by the collar of her shirt and pulled her towards him. Oh! And I 
standing there. It was the two of us at the desk. Go over, get into his face and say, let her go now. Good for you. Um, Well, you know, I was much more feisty in my 20s. (laughs) 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 To which he did. So uh, I'm a redhead, and I think the look in my eye was... (laughs) (laughs) The fire from within. Yes. (laughs) Wow. So he let her go and, uh, you know, stormed out. But I have so many, (sighs) so many stories. I remember one time I was yelled at because there was a bear on our property. (gasps) We used to get into our garbage cans. I would be yelled at because people would want to know what he was going to be out there so that they could see him. You mean he didn't give you his schedule? The bear exactly. show where he's juggling the bouncy balls on his nose is going to be at 7 p.m. Exactly. Yep. And we would be yelled at because we didn't know the exact time that he was going to be out there because they wanted to see him. Oh, my gosh. So it's funny because that reminds me of uh, one time Ashley and I, uh, four children, and we were much younger, were Mm -hmm. uh, driving through northern Ontario, had to stay at a motel in Marathon on the shores of Lake Superior. Lovely. Okay. And uh, Ashley comes back, and we had a dog at the time, and Ashley comes back into the room like, hey, by the way, like, just so you know, uh, you're not allowed to have any beer in the parking lot. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that was a real main problem, but I have no. to go take the dog out. And she's like, okay, well, just, you know, no beers in the parking lot. What do you... Okay, then. <laughs> and, goes, and the sign on the door isn't no beers in the parking lot. It's that there are bears <gasps> in the parking lot. Beware. And that is a problem when you're out there walking your dog. <laughs> Well, no beers too. Ashley had a few too many beers before reading that sign. Well, you know, no kids. (laughs) We were sent a video. Would you like to hear the video? Yes. From Port Hawkesbury last night. Holy f! It's a shark! It's a f***ing shark! There is no f***ing way there is no way there is no and it's like beached it's like it's extremely so shallow huge it's sloshing around there it's stuck guys you gotta help it what look at that f-ing thing man <laughs> it's huge like how do you i would i mean yeah you gotta help it but like how do you help that that is not a shark you want to go near because that's a shark in distress it's gonna grab onto whatever it can and that's you it's thrashing we'll share it on all our social media as it's well it's just profanity just be aware shelby had texted it to us i mean good grief and yeah it is unedited there's yes. a lot of swearing but yes. would you react the same way yes <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? Hey, it's Shelby. Shelby! Shelby, you just messaged us the most terrifying video ever. <laughs> right? Um, what is it? What? What? That was, like, posted eight hours ago on TikTok. Okay. And so you're not you're not there. You didn't see this TikTok. Oh, no. I didn't see it. I didn't take the video. I just saw it. And then I checked the uh, shark tracker, and it's not one of the tracked ones. <gasps> oh no. Yeah. Okay, this is probably everybody probably already knew this, but today I learned that there are sharks that aren't tracked as well in the well, area. No, there I are trackers on every shark. I just assumed that they had some sort of like radar thing where they could just 
see the sharks. No, it's like when you see geese, only some of them have little bracelets on. <laughs> oh my gosh, so there are sharks out there that we don't even know about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be the only one that just learned this. <laughs> you know, Port Hawkesbury is a few hours away from here. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you guys are so, uh, Shelby, are you as shocked as Melody? Uh, No. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really close to people shark, though. That wasn't like an out in the depths shark. That was, if you're a surfer, you are yeah. you are coming across that shark. Well, there was also one that tracked last night, like not that far, like 20 minutes away. Great. Well, my husband will have a lovely time surfing today because that's what he's going to do this morning. So, <laughs> oh, good. And it was just. It was at 9.30 last night on the tracker. Excellent. Right. It's probably wants to come back down here to warmer water, so. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sending it to us, Shelby. No problem. Have a great day, guys. You, you too. It was near the Porter's Lake, maybe yeah, getting towards Lawrencetown area, that yeah, other one. Basically where everybody surfs. Yeah. Uh, does Tom know this information now? I have just sent it to him. He's stuck in all that traffic, so he has time to, <laughs> to watch change and his read. mind? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And we can't help it. This is within the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. Why does Matthew Perry hate Keanu Reeves so much? Nobody hates Keanu Reeves. He is a national treasure. He's beloved. But in Matthew Perry's new memoir, which we've already talked about this week on Tragically Trending, he talks about the deaths of his friend River Phoenix and his friend Chris Farley. And he says, why is it that the original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die, but Keanu Reeves still walks among us. Whoa. And then he said when talking about Chris Farley's death, I punched a hole through Jennifer Aniston's dressing room when I found out Keanu Reeves walks among us. Could you hold any more of a grudge? <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Number oh. one, how dare you? Number two, what did Keanu do to hurt this man? Yeah. Why do you hate him so much that you wish he was dead? I mean, I did a little deep dive on this because I got to figure it out. They've never co-starred in a movie together. They are both from Canada. Keanu's 58, Matthew's 53. Keanu's first movie was 1986, Matthew 1988. Keanu's from Toronto, Matthew from Ottawa. So maybe they had an early rooted competition, like they went for similar roles, okay, they had a lot yeah. of the same friends. I see that. But then I found this. Last year, Keanu was talking about how much he missed his friend River Phoenix. They starred together in My Own Private Idaho in 1991. They met on the set of Parenthood before that, which starred uh, River's brother, Joaquin. They even took a motorcycle trip together. Oh. They were, they were friends, yeah. friends. So maybe Matthew was just a little jelly that his bestie had another buddy. He's my best friend, not yeah. your best friend. You don't get to go on a motorcycle trip with him. I want to go on a motorcycle trip with him. He was supposed to come over that weekend. <laughs> we were going to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I don't know. Beyond that, it is a mystery. But trust me, I am going to spend way too much time on this trying to find out. What have you gone your whole life without trying? Oh. <sighs> to be pleasantly surprised when you did. You know what I didn't try until I was in my late 20s? What, Melody, from Melody and Foreman in the Morning on Hot Country 103.5? Fizzy water. Really? Like Pellegrino. Huh. Yeah. Or like Perrier. Uh, Perrier? Per I don't know. Perrier? <laughs> I'll have the Perrier, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll have the tap. Give that guy the tap water. Yeah. <laughs> You've never, okay, and why, why? Did you avoid it on purpose or you just never bothered no, we to? we just didn't. It just wasn't, my family just didn't drink it. But Tom's fancy schmancy family, they have it all the time. Oh. So if ever we go to a restaurant, like you're getting the... Sparkling. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. It must be nice. It must be nice. It's very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Well, while sitting here, get a text from my wife, Ashley, that Kiwis have changed my life. <gasps> yes. Kiwi! Wow. They're so good. I can't believe I've waited 34 years to try one. Why didn't you tell me, as in me, tell her about Kiwis? <laughs> okay. I have, for the record, yes. repeatedly... And she's never been daring enough to try a kiwi. I don't know. And I don't know what has now motivated Ashley to try one. But but she has. They're great. Obviously, they're great. Of course they're great. Unless they're a little too ripe. They can be a little bit sour. Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Some of those. But we do have now a fruit basket that's just a big pile of kiwis and no other kind of fruit anymore. They're a fancy fruit. Are they a fancy fruit? I feel like they're, they were always to me a fancy fruit. Okay. Yeah. Well, we've had some other ones. Uh, like Megan says, uh, my husband's 44, just tried pumpkin pie for the first time. He loved it. Wow. Where have you been every Thanksgiving? <laughs> Good point. Where's, where's Allison been? I've never tried gravy until oh. maybe two years ago. Now I can't believe I ate turkey or fries without it. Yeah, you mean you never went with... Poutine, like you went your whole life with a poutine. Oh, have that! Wow. Jeez, you. I mean, everyone's really missing out. Yes. Now earlier we just, uh, you know, you missed out on that uh, wood-fired hot tub. Kathy was the uh, winner of that prize. Yeah. Uh, but Ashley, you didn't win the hot tub. No, I was top ten, and oh. I was the eighth one. The last, oh my. Yeah. Gosh, that's so close from a hundred people. I know, but I was so glad when they called my number because, like, I was about to vomit. <laughs> really? I mean, because being string strung along for that long, you really start start to believe that that thing's yours, don't you? Right. <laughs> well, now that we've made you feel a lot worse, <laughs> <laughs> we also have another question about uh, what you've never tried. Uh, you've what- never had a shrimp. And, like, even you saying the word is just making me want to get sick. They are disgusting pre-cooked, especially when you see, when they haven't been cleaned out yet. Well, yeah, but don't don't eat them raw and with legs. And with things inside their body. I don't want to know about yeah. that. It looks, it looks too much like a bug. Like, I, I can't, like, no. I had shrimp last night for dinner. <laughs> It was so good, but I cooked them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and somebody else shucked them. Someone else did all the work. <laughs> no, they're disgusting. Is it just a shrimp thing, or are you also, like, have you ever had an oyster? No, I won't do that either. <laughs> have you ever had a mussel? Yes, and I love those. Okay. Okay. Well, they don't really taste like anything, to be honest. Mussels? Yeah. They taste like whatever you cooked them with. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like butter. Yeah. Uh, or have you had lobsters? Lobsters is just a a big shrimp. Yeah. I don't, oh, they're just awful. Okay. No. You never prepared a lobster yourself, though, have you? Hell no. Because that'd put that put you off lobster. If 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 shrimp does it for you, just don't ever prepare a lobster yourself. Right. I'm just warning you now. Yeah. Ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, wow. so is there anything we can do to get you to try a shrimp? A hot dog. <laughs> Um, uh, we'll work okay, on that well, one. We'll get back to you. We'll, get, we'll call you right back. <laughs> you know, the best part of the show is you because it's not a show if it's just us. No. We love that you're you're just as much a part of it as we are. And people who call us pretty often end up getting songs. Mm-hmm. Like if Rod calls, we get to play Rod's Calling. Doesn't call much anymore. <laughs> Maybe for that reason. Come on, Rod. Yeah, that's usually the point where you stop calling yep. once we made you a song. But <laughs> thank you for calling. We love that you call and you're you're part of this too. So um who's this? Riley. Riley! Riley! Riley, you're getting awfully close to needing a theme song. <laughs> you know what? I keep hearing everybody else's theme songs, and I'm like, well. You know, I call like two or three times a week. I call you guys in the morning. I call Ian in the midday. I call Russell in the afternoon. Wow. Like, I actually like one day was listening to this station and I was like, is that Russell McKenzie, the guy who used to work for the the station that I used to listen to before I essentially fell in love with your guys' uh, morning show because in so many words, it's quote-unquote derogatory to the sense where it's like you guys have that like humor that adults actually understand <laughs> okay we think we know what you're saying so are because we're derogatory i wouldn't say we're derogatory yeah. <laughs> well i mean to be fair though you guys spent like what a week and a half talking about how melody had that one time at the canada's game center Yes. That's my favorite topic, too. And I'm glad you have referenced it because it gives me a chance to play our favorite joke so far about that topic. All I know is the next time that you go to the Canada Games Center, I got a funny feeling you're in trouble. (laughs) I just, this somehow became my legacy of all the amazing things I've said on this show. What do you want to be remembered for? (laughs) Being Being in a pool. pool It's like what I do for work is so boring and so long and like dreary but like when i go into work and i listen to your guys' show it's like i walk into work i show my military id and they're like hey you're you seem pretty happy today what's going on it's like melody informed me of the reason i'm happy on this gross ass monday morning Oh my gosh, Riley! Now we're racking our brains on 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 what song lyrics rhyme with Riley. Yeah, smiley. Uh, we're, we'll, we'll work, work on, on it. it. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you do important military things to keep us all safe and this country operating, it's and the least we we can do t- around, <laughs> barely figuring out what words rhyme with Riley. <laughs> can't help that this is within the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending, starting with Matthew Perry. He, of course, apologized for making comments in his memoir that it was unfair that guys like River Phoenix and Chris Farley were gone while Keanu Reeves still walked the earth. He is beloved by all. He's your fellow Canadian. What is the deal, Matt? Exactly. So people were shocked. He's one of the nicest men, not just in Hollywood, but in general. Even yesterday, Octavia Spencer shared a story about how Keanu Reeves 
helped push her broken down car when she was still just an unknown actor. Wow. That's the kind of thing that man does. So naturally, Matthew had to release a statement because he had to do some damage control fast. Yeah. And he said, quote, I'm actually a big fan of Keanu. I just chose a random name. My mistake. I apologize. That's not a random name. A random name is Joe Smith. John Deere. Yeah. Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. <laughs> like, a random name is not the guy who was from the same province as you, starting in Hollywood at the same time as you, with the same friend group as you, and is now one of the most well-known well names in pop culture history. Could it be any less random? Right? That is a choice. A choice that you made two different times in your book. Yeah. Like, this whole thing is giving off the same vibe as when Mariah Carey tried to pretend that she had no idea who Jennifer Lopez was. I'm very forgetful. Okay. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, I'm forgetful. Yes. Because I don't remember the fact that it was just like, hi, I'm so-and-so, and then move on. And then like, hi, that's it. Right. If I had never had a conversation with you and someone asked me about you, I'd be like, I don't know him, but he seems cool. Right. Or I don't know him. Does she seem cool? I don't know her. <laughs> you just said you would say it. Our full ghost hunting experience is coming up Monday morning, Halloween, October 31st. Listen, if you dare. <laughs> we're, we're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. <laughs> Boy, was that ever spooky. And you can expect more of that Monday morning. <laughs> We did already go with Paranormal Investigations Nova Scotia to a quote-unquote haunted. Definitely haunted. Home. 260 years old, this farmhouse, it's Jake's near Bridgewater. Now, a different Jake was just on the air with us trying to explain the electromagnetic frequencies that we were picking up Mm. like this. So if you were to draw, say, a stick person on a piece of paper... Yep. That stick person would have height, and he would have length, yep. but he would have no depth. So if you were to see from that stick person's point of view and say you drew a tree, the only thing you would see on that tree is one line. And it wouldn't really matter if it was a tree, a house, a ball, whatever. You would only see one line because they don't have depth like we do. Yeah. So that third dimension, that third dimension is a dimension they cannot perceive. But us in the third dimension, we can perceive that. So... Who's to say there's not a fourth dimension? <sighs> I, yes, I guess it all makes sense. I, I can't find any black holes in his theory. <laughs> Teresa, can you? I want to. I want to challenge um, what you guys were just talking about about like the fourth dimension and all that. So, oh God! Okay, yes. let's dig deeper. Like I believe in other spirits and things. Sure, but. I would question, challenge it, because then how come only some of them go to that dimension? Where do the others go? Well, that's... Okay, so then that goes to what the paranormal investigators were saying in the house where they were saying, well, maybe some of them go there uh, because they have either unfinished business or because they don't even know that they've passed away yet mm-hmm. or because they perhaps uh, did something that they feel guilty about in their life and they don't want to move on to anywhere else uh, because they are not ready to be judged for that yet. Right. So... They're saying that with the fourth dimension, you either choose to go to the fourth, the fifth, the sixth, right. or the seventh. 
it's kind of like um, it it's like kind of like that- Monopoly. <laughs> Sometimes you go directly to the fifth. Do not pass the fourth. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Sometimes you go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> Which and is jail's purgatory. The and that's yes, purgatory. It does make we sense. It. Jeez, we're not even high. <laughs> well, speak for yourself. <laughs> well, what would he say about a portal then? If I challenged him to describe, like, how? What do they? Because I, you know, I watch a lot of paranormal um, shows and investigations and stuff. So what about the portals? What are those? Are they fourth dimension? Are they fifth dimension? Are they... Well, the portals would be between them, right? Like, the portals are like an elevator, and the dimensions are like a building, each one being a floor, and the portals are the elevator... But mm. the elevator isn't actually an elevator. It's like a hole in the ground that you, oops, ha- happened to just step in and, oh, I fell through all the floors. Which, how many floors did I fall this time? <laughs> <laughs> but you're falling upwards and not downwards. Okay. I don't have enough coffee in me. To- <laughs> no. This is your fault. You did this, Teresa. <laughs> Want to know who won a hot tub on the weekend? Yeah. We had been uh, partnering with Goodfellas Stove and Chimneys, where they do service, sales, and installations all in one place. Did you know that? I didn't. I learned that today for the very first time. Yeah, they have a variety of home heating, comfort, and lifestyle products, including these handcrafted, custom-made, cedar on the outside, aluminum line on the inside, wood-fired hot tubs. It's really cool, and it was really cool to see. I mean, we we had to imagine what it looked like for the couple weeks that we were talking about it, but then when I when we actually got to see, there's legitimately a fire in there. Yeah, it's really cool. It's a submergible stove that's uh, attached, I guess, on the side, and so one section of it is you just file it, like, fill that full of logs yeah. and get a raging fire going. The water's great and hot. You don't need electricity. Uh, you don't need chemicals in the water. Mm-hmm. It's good for, they say, you know, like four days you can keep going and keep using it until, you know, maybe you want to switch the water out. But it's also not giant, so it's not using a crazy amount of water no. either. No, no. I mean, it can fit a couple a couple adults, a it's, couple cozy adults. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, got a nice little cedar bench in there. Oh, it smells um, so good. It was just, we had it here on the weekend here at the radio station set up. Uh, water was hot. Uh, it was really great smelling it, really great to see it. And a couple hundred people are out because for a few weeks we were giving away chances to win it. You would win a rubber duck. You put the duck in the tub. Mm-hmm. We start pulling ducks out. Whatever duck is left wins that tub. Yep. Which is perfect when we get frozen Fiona and you don't have electricity for how many days? Uh-huh. Even a day like today. Yeah. All, all these all these people with their fancy electronic hot tubs. Sucks to be you. Can't use them. No. <laughs> Although we do know one person who definitely won't be going home with this tub. I don't know how you're going to get it on the Tancook Island Ferry anyway. They hadn't really thought that through. Lobster Dave didn't win. 27. Oh. Lobster Dave! <laughs> no! Come on down! So sad. Lobster Dave. <laughs> no other prize, no Tim Hicks tickets, no, no hats. No, 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 no. <laughs> Next time. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, Lobster Dave did legitimately qualify. Yes. We didn't get in just because he's been talking to us on this no, show. No, he didn't even qualify with us. He qualified with the other guys. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, you could also qualify for this hot tub by listening to Surge 105 next door. And why would you? And you could listen to us, but, you know, alas. Uh, yeah. Well, he didn't win, so. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Case in point. <laughs> no, Lobster Dave, we did that whole show from his lobster boat, which is on our podcast right now. But uh, Lobster Dylan was there, his son. Mm-hmm. First time we got to meet Lobster Megan. His That's daughter? Right. Yeah. Who's uh, the brains behind the whole operation, as it turns out? She really is, yeah. yeah. But maybe without uh, stalling, we should get to who won the damn hot tub? <gasps> yes. Are you ready for it? Yes. Would you like to know? Yes. <laughs> should we get this over with? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was Kathy and her husband, Mark. <gasps> Kathy and Mark? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever even think that you could possibly be the winner? No, no not, not at all. Bit. I even said this morning, I don't feel lucky today. Do you already have a plan of what you want to do with it? Where are you going to put it? Oh, yeah. We've got the spot. Yeah. We have, a, in our backyard, we have this deck off of the uh, family room. And I've always said that's where we're going to put a hot tub someday. So that's exactly where it's going. Now, like say with Hurricane Fiona, you probably lost power for a while, right? We, a few days, a few days, but we have a lot of trees, so we have a lot of wood too. Now we have a lot of wood. (laughs) So you have a lot of wood. And if you had a regular hot tub, you wouldn't be able to use it. It would get cold. That's right, that's right. This is great. Now, would you already listen, or is it just because this hot tub was no, a problem? No, I always listen. I always listen. I work from home, so I, 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 at 7 o'clock every morning, I, I listen to you guys. So it's awesome. Well, thank you. Mark Stain is suspiciously silent on that point. <laughs> he's working, so he's I got to work away from home. Oh, yeah. But now you get to come home and relax in this. That's right. Did you bring your bathing suits? Are you going to... I mean, the water's warm right now. It it's is full. warm. It's, it you is. might as well test it out. No, we should. You don't need bathing suits. No. It's yours. You can do whatever you want with it. Hop right yeah, in. Awesome. <laughs> we can't help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. Howie Mandel has weighed in on Meghan Markle's feelings about her pastime on Deal or No Deal. Here's a refresher on what I she said. I for the job, but not for how it made me feel. I didn't like feeling forced to be all looks and little substance. The word bimbo. It was solely about beauty. Yeah. So for Howie's part, he says he totally gets it. I get it because, and I've never said this before, but they had this pyramid of 26 beautiful, intelligent women standing there, just staring at me like I was a piece of meat. (gasps) Show me they thought you were a piece of meat. (laughs) Oh, that's a different, that's a different show and no, wrong. Sorry, Howie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But he more to say. She's talking about her personal, you know, what was going on in her mind. She, I don't think she's maligning deal or no deal. I, and I could be wrong. These people were, a lot, most of them were a lot more intelligent and accomplished than I ever was. Sure. I remember uh, 
Number two was uh, she just had graduated law school. Oh, you know, she's a lawyer. She oh. her name. It's really hard for me uh, to remember everybody's name. I remember numbers now. So number close. two. So close. So close. Nothing like reducing a group of smart, intelligent women to the number on the briefcase that they are holding. But so close, Howie. <laughs> hey, it's Scotty Collins. <gasps> Scotty. It's Scotty. Come on, Scotty. He's got a rockin' little buddy. So. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, I, I think you should give poor Howie Mandel a break. <laughs> Why is that? Because don't, I grew up with the Howie Mandel who used to do his comedy routine where he would blow up a rubber glove with just his nose. That was funny. On the top of his head. That was funny. And and I'm sure some sort of brain damage came from that. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure he even said he blew like some sort of a sinus thing and he had to stop doing it. So there's, you know. Oh, I thought I thought you were gonna say you you watched that routine and thought, man, what a piece of meat that is. <laughs> well, I don't want to go there. Takes one no. to know one. Yeah, exactly. Really, truly, sincerely, thank you for being here and being a part of the show because you're as much a part of it as we are. Yes. The only reason it is a show is because you are here and with us. And most of the time, the best things that that you hear are from you and yes. not us. The phone's ringing here, and I don't, we don't, I don't know why. I mean, we didn't really mm. necessarily ask for anything oh, in no, particular. Oh no, traffic but issue. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, what, what's up, Tracy? Um. Would the answer be going to Frenchie's for your Halloween costume? Oh, say that one more time. Would it be going to Frenchie's to get a Halloween costume? What uh, was the question? Do you remember the question? Wasn't it what you, where you go to find a Halloween costume? Could be. I don't know. And that yeah. seems like it could have a million different answers. We would never do that to you, Tracy, because we're Melody and Foreman on Hot Country 103.5. Not the other guys. <laughs> okay, sugar. <laughs> yeah. See how difficult this is? What a silly trivia game. No one knows the no, answer. It could be Walmart. It could be Giant Tiger. It could be Mastermind <laughs> Toys. Tiger. It could be. It could be Toys R Us. Yeah. It could be Costco, Glow, Spirits. Yes. Who knows? Frenchies, like you said. That's not fun. No. <laughs> And all things are right. Does everybody get a prize? I'm not sure. Do you want, we'll give you a prize. Will you? What do we have over there? We have. We're going to give you a prize. (laughs) 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 Because you were listening to the wrong station, but somehow thought of the right one to call us, and we're rewarding you for it. (laughs) Okay, so we've got Hot Country 103 coasters, which you get no matter what. We also have these Van Hoot. Van Van Hout? Van Hoyt Original House Blend Medium Roast Pods for your Keurig. How many of those? Those are 24 coffee 24 pods in the box. Pods. Yeah. We've got a Pine Acres RV Frisbee. Perfect yeah. time of the year for that. Yeah. And we've got Keith Urban CDs, The Speed of Now. We even have Tim Hicks' newest CD, signed copies of Tim Hicks' Talk to Time, or a Royal Blue fullback, one-size-fits-all, very nice, very stunningly beautiful Maritime Fuels SO baseball hat. Let's do the coffee. Congratulations. Coffee cups. Thank you, and I'm wondering what station I was listening to, because I always listen to you guys. <laughs> you know, it's a common mistake people have. And, and you know, it doesn't matter. I know, <laughs> <laughs> 
Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody Informant on socials or email Melody Informant at HotCountry1035.ca.